Heather, thank you very much for coming to the show. I really, really appreciate you being here. Of course. It's awesome, awesome to have you. Now, we did it. We did attempt this a few days ago, but the internet connection was just far too harsh to handle. But we're back, we're fresh, and we can finally converse, and it is fucking refreshing. <laughs> yes, we did it. Now, I think, I, I mean, I started off the same way last time. I think it's really interesting to touch on this, that we are at two polarizing ends of the spectrum uh, as athletes. You're, you're sour around 4.10, right? Yeah. And averaging at about 45, 46 kilos. More so around 45, give yeah, or take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sat at 6'8 and just shy of 130 kilos. So it's it's very, very interesting for me to reflect on, on talking to athletes like you because I find it absolutely fascinating. And I calculated this the other day. So you have obviously just the most incredible deadlift ever with like four times body weight. You know, now, now edging over four times body weight, right? Right. Yeah, so in, in order for me to be in the same league as you, I'd have to pull a 508-kilo deadlift at my current body weight. <laughs> That's like breaking the, the, the world record, just like... <laughs> in any sport. <laughs> it, yeah, it just absolutely blows my mind. It's absolutely incredible. And I'm, I'm really interested to kind of... To figure out for you, like, when when was the time that you realized that there was something more here for you like lifting wasn't just gonna be like a social thing or like a hobby or like you know just for your mental health like when were you like oh shit maybe i can do something with this well i think it was after my very first competition and it wasn't like one of those competitions where i'm like wow this is super inspiring i bombed out of my first competition like i bombed out i got really upset I cried at Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was embarrassing, um, and it was because I went in just thinking all I had to do was lift the most amount of weight possible. Nobody told me about commands. Who who thinks about reading a rule book? Not me. <laughs> so, Should hop under the bar and do it. <laughs> like bench commands were non-existent that day and that's what I ended up bombing out on um because even like at some point like I can't even blame anybody else uh so after I bombed out um and I'm sitting in this restaurant feeling sorry for myself my daddy's like well one or two things can happen either you can sit here and cry about it and never do it again or you can learn it and just do better next time. So I was like, yeah, you're right. Because I've, I've never been used to losing because I've always just been good. Like, yeah. I've, I've always, I mean, I know that sounds like cocky or, you know, whatever. But I've all, I've just always been naturally good at sports. Like, whatever I put my mind to, that's what I was going to do. Yeah. And so to fail was just, that was not a good feeling. I haven't felt it ever. And I think that pushed me to want to do better. Um, so the next competition, I actually got put on a wait list. So I'm like, whatever. Like, I'll sign up for another one that I'm not going to be on the wait list. About two weeks out, director called me. He's like, hey, somebody had to drop out. Can you get off the wait list? And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> of course. I'm like, sure, let's do it, whatever. But it was, that was my last competition that I would be competing at as a junior and learned the commands and ended up breaking like every junior American record 
I was like, dang, you know what? Who would have thought if I actually read and learn, I can actually be really good at something. Um, but I think listening to the right people that were in the sport made me want to continue to stay and see how much further I can go in it. Yeah, you know? were there like people that had like, especially on your first competition, because again, like, yeah, the commands probably weren't there, but I'm sure like the weight for your body weight and Wilkes and all that was probably still relatively decent regardless. So were there any people that were like, hey, if we took this chick and we just got her to chill the fuck out and wait for the commands, we could have like the next big thing here. It's funny you say that because my ego was like my best friend that competition. And when I missed my opener on bench, I was like, of it, of it, just of it. I got it. And the lady, That's big at the dick energy. <laughs> the lady at the table was like, uh, I would recommend you not doing that. Like, <laughs> sure. I was like, who does this lady think she is? It was Jennifer Thompson, AKA. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Best pound for pound bench presser in the <laughs> world. And I'm sitting here just, what are you now? <laughs> Who is this lady? What has she done, huh? Let's see you go up there and do that. But she, you know, um, it was her and this other lady named Tammy Walker, who's also pretty well known in the equipped bench area. She's like, you know, Heather, if you just shut that mouth, you could be a real good competitor. So. <laughs> you're like uh that's not gonna happen anytime soon i guess i just have to keep the mouth and be a good competitor <laughs> i've always been known for running my mouth i'm loud so to hear somebody tell me that like what do you mean it's like yes yeah, slap in the face but okay so that's interesting so do you think like as someone that like you said had been like really successful you'd had the success you had that confidence you had that you know you call it ego coming into it having that like massive slap in the face, do you feel like that was like your biggest motivator up until that date? Because you had never really had to face like that level of like internal adversity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I've never, it was, I guess because it was so fresh and so raw, the sport, like it was something brand new to me. To just, so to have somebody say, you know, just shut your mouth and listen, I'm like, what? Who, who are you talking to? <laughs> That's not, I've always been good without people having to tell me what to do. <laughs> but, you know, um, I took it like, of course, again, I cried an outback, but at the same time I'm crying, I'm listening, I'm replaying what these people have said to me. And I'm like, okay, let me just, let me just do it again real quick. And it was at that next, that very next one where I ended up being great at it. I remember I was about to go weigh in and there was this woman who I didn't know. She was like, man, I saw her at the last one. She's really strong. And I was like, what is this lady crazy? I bombed out, but she didn't see me. Like, of course she saw me bombing out, but she saw also the good things I was doing. So she knew where I could be before I did. Yeah. So, um, that was pretty encouraging too. And, and and what's what's the time frame are we talking here before between bombing out on that first one and coming around and hitting like all those junior records four months shit <laughs> damn that's i mean crazy. i was in the gym just like two days after bombing out and i was like all right let me figure this out real quick so you've competed 
you've like maxed out, bombed out on every single lift, taken your body to the absolute limit, and then two days later you're like, let's fucking get back to work. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And then now I can March, April, three months later at a state competition as like a 47 kilo open. That was my first open competition and ended up breaking every American record in the open. <laughs> That's crazy. It, it, yeah, it's, I, th I think it's, it's really, really interesting, isn't it? Like just those small little tweaks like just harnessing that potential and that power, like what what that has done in terms of just just breaking the boundaries, breaking the limits, and just to think about, you know, how many people there are out there that have something similar to what you have. And I guess, I mean, you might find that. Do you find that you attract athletes that have that same kind of spark, that same sort of energy? that just needs to be kind of like harnessed or do you kind of feel like you're kind of in your own lane with this? Um, it, I, I, it really depends. Um, sometimes I know there's that spark there yeah. and yeah. I can kind of get down on myself depending on like 2020, for instance, I was supposed to compete in Sheffield, yeah. taken, supposed to compete at worlds, taken nationals, taken so like my body is like what are you doing girl and my motivation was slowly like dwindling yeah like just and something had to spark that interest back in me so with me doing this competition like I knew like in my soul this was not gonna get canceled there's no way to get canceled you know I reached out to some of my friends I'm like this is it like, this is the one I'm doing. They're like, do it. So I signed up and like, that's, that's that little kick I needed to keep going. Cause some people, especially during this time, and I can't blame them where gyms are closed and, you know, they can't get in there. They can't train for a competition because their state might not even be allowing it. Yeah. Here I am with a whole ass gym in my garage and I'm sitting here having a pity party for myself. I'm like, I've had this since 2016. What am I doing? You know, I have just whatever I need at the palm of my hands. Like, utilize it. Like, sometimes the only person that can spark or kick myself in the ass is myself. And that's what it took. And I was like, man, hashtag quarantine is a blessing. Here I am. <laughs> just trying. Yeah, but I, th I think it's really interesting that you say that because I think for... Well, I think for a lot of people, it's helped in many, many ways. And I'm sure you can preach this. Like, powerlifters, powerlifters, strongmen, people that work in strength sports are, without a doubt, some of the most functionally unfunctional human beings on the fucking face of the earth. We're so jacked up, bad, beaten up. In fact, that there's probably a hell of a lot of, you know, professional powerlifters that probably did need the best part of five or six months to just let their body chill the fuck out let the central nervous system get back to normal and we're i think potentially pushing into 2021 going to see some fucking crazy things because i think that there's also been those people like yourself that have had the opportunity to be like okay this is time for me to now move into like this new chapter of i'm just going to grind the shower by myself i'm going to get really in my head i'm going to get really in tune with my body and me and what i need and i'm just going to give myself everything because now i have maybe that extra bit of time where i'm not having to commute to work 
right. or the extra half an hour to and from the gym meetings etc etc it's like okay now this can all be about me yeah and that's how it was for a sense especially while being a teacher you know i do technically have my summers off and it's not like i'm going anywhere during the summer because it's impossible Got a train. <laughs> i'm going to my living room you know but um you know, I, I took advantage of what most people were hoping for. You know, a lot of people, as soon as quarantine happened, I mean, broke, everything sold out of equipment so quick. I mean, you have people selling it, like reselling it online for like, ex- oh my gosh, excessive amount of money. I'm like, wow. But, um, you know, I took that opportunity to better myself. You know, uh, I, I talk about my family a lot when I do podcasts. And I remember as a little girl, when it came to anything with competition, I would start to get a little bit lazy. My dad would be like, you're sitting here watching TV and somebody's outworking you. Well, if I have this at the palm of my hands and I'm sitting here just not doing anything with it, somebody somewhere is outworking me. And I didn't, I never liked the sound of that. Like, who's outworking me? No, no way. Who is this person? <laughs> tell me their name but it was so true like I didn't get great by sitting on the couch watching TV I got great by working my ass off you know so that just constant reminder of my daddy just you know in my ear as a child like if you do this so and so is going but he would say their name you know because he knows how <laughs> he to get in your head so is working to be better than you and I'm like wow I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to, I used to have similar things. Be like, I went through a stint where I went from rugby into athletics, and I did chop and discus and stuff. And I remember we'd go to like track meets and stuff, and my dad would be like, "Hey, you know that kid's there that that out through you last time." I was like, "Yeah, no, I know he's gonna be there." He's like, "You're not gonna let it happen again, are you?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not gonna let it happen again." He's like, "Because I think he can beat you again." And I'm like, "Motherfucker." okay let's go let's go and then yeah just throw records on the day and it's like okay we found a way to finally get it out of him you just got to get that key and just there you go you got to just that that shit (laughs) so it's, it's interesting because of course going from there you know and you're kind of you're at the bottom of the pyramid now let's fucking face it you are the pinnacle the the top of the pyramid now the scenario oh yeah just blowing that smoke but what's interesting is that obviously now everything flips like the psychology flips it's not the hunger mentality of i've got to climb through the ranks i've got to you know however you think about kill everyone to get to the top now you're at the top you've got everyone looking at you it's not a case now where you're like okay i know i've got to beat this person you can check on them you know what their lifts are okay you can see their forms a little bit diminishing at those higher weights you give yourself that confidence boost now it's like okay looks like i gotta go and set a record today let's hope it works out like how the hell like how do you make that flip because that's gotta be a fucking journey in and of itself it is and i've actually spoke about um this before like as far as like being on the top it's it's hard to get to the top but it's even harder to stay there because I feel like as far as strength goes I'm just like beating down this wall that's like nah girl you're gonna stay right here so like my PRs are like (laughs) far you like you might see half a kilo there like maybe half a kilo over there but I'm pushing those limits and I'm getting to a wall to where I have to kind of 
figure out how to get over it. Yeah. You know, how can I push my body a little bit more to start breaking down those barriers? And that's hard. So while I'm sitting here working on, you know, my own little project, here come all the other females just climbing, climbing that ladder. Exactly. Like, and I'm at the top and I tell myself all the time, like, if you want to take me off the top of this mountain, you are going to have to fight me for it because I know what I did to get up here. And if you think it's going to be easy to take it away from me, you're wrong. I've been a fighter all my life, all my life. I've been a fighter. So to think somebody, I'm going to give it to you. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. I'm not going to be like, Oh, here you go. No way. That didn't happen to me. I took it because I wanted it. Yeah. I don't like share. I've never been a share. So if you're going to try to take something from me, you're going to have to take it with a fight. Yeah, it's so. like, yeah, I'm, I'm either going to die on the platform or I'm going to get the first place. Like, it's, it's one or the other. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I'm the exact same. I'm totally chill when it gets the competition day and I'm like, second is first loser. I'm not coming away with anything else apart from gold. And everyone's like, God <laughs> damn it, man. Like, what's happened to you? I'm like, no way am I fucking losing this. I can't do it. But it just gets in your head. But I, I think, you know, when you've got to go out there and it's like, okay, I know, I know in order to increase this lift, I have to beat my last record. Like, that's crazy because then, then you've got this weird, like, paradox where it's just like, it's just comparing you to you but yeah. at, at the top. And it's like, okay, well, I know if I'm bringing my best package because there's going to be a new fucking world record set. Like, that's a big feat. I will go in the bathroom and just straight up talk shit to myself. Yeah. If, like imagine Eminem, like eight mile. Yes. Spaghetti. <laughs> straight talk. Like people will be walking in the bathroom, just trying to do their thing. And I'm like, what are you going to do? You little bitch. You going to fucking sit here and be dumb and be weak. Like, Yes. they're probably in the bathroom like scared to death like is she gonna hit something and then I'm like alright let's go do it <laughs> and you just walk out of the bathroom like beautiful smiley face just walk up to the platform like, and let's go <laughs> super bipolar like we had an event um, <laughs> like a, last week and before I went to go pull that 180 I was like alright you dumb bitch like let's do it like you got all these people looking at you like don't embarrass yourself <laughs> so it's you know sometimes you have to get in that mental headspace so you don't psych yourself out yeah um you know that happened at the world championship out in uh Helsingborg, sweden in 2019 um i had won by my second attempt off of body weight yeah so the third attempt was more so to seal the deal and up my world record like, I'm here, let's freaking do it. Like, don't just win off a body weight, you've done that before. Yeah. Cool. A win's a win, but just, you know, cherry on top, let's just go ahead and pull this world record real but quick. But I love that as well, because, like, not only is there, like, the show element of that, like, that in and of itself, for people that have paid the money to come and see you, that's amazing, because you are by no means whatsoever, do you have to go out there and do that lift? You could quite easily turn around and be like, okay, I, I'm, I'm not even going to bother with this. I've secured the first. My body feels good. Let's live to fight another day and potentially break a record down the line. 
but there is not a single person in that audience that is watching you lift that isn't like, oh man, I hope she pulls another world record today. That'd be fucking sick. Because you give the people what they want, like, and you can yeah. see that you're feeding off of it as well. I mean, when you came out for that last lift, it was like, oh shit. Like you posted, the, you reposted the, <laughs> the Immortal Barbell post where you've got like the super heavyweight versus the super yeah. lightweight. <laughs> Just like those eyes, like you came out and was like, oh my God, she's either going to pick this up or she's going to murder someone with her bare hands. It's one oh, or the okay. other. <laughs> If it's a good day, <laughs> do you ever it's find that you go because... over, like you go over the top with the psyching up, or do do you are no. you someone that you need to psych yourself up to that point? Because I feel like I'm the other way. I'm I'm far too like overhyped up that I have to listen to like classical music and shit, like in the warm up area, to be like, just bring me down a notch. I listen to some really motivational Disney music. Yeah, like what? I give me do. this. Give me I the goss. I need to hear oh this. My God. Like, okay. Is this like Moana? Are we? <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> okay, so you know, Lion King. Uh, yes. Their live action soundtrack is actually like really, 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 really good. Um, and there's a, a couple songs on there that just really, and it's just like instrumental stuff that just get me like straight up in my feels. Right, yeah. And I'm like, oh. Let's do it. Or like, <laughs> so Disney just bought out The Greatest Showman. Um, great Amazing movie film. and their soundtrack. I'm just like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is, this is it. Like, this is me. <laughs> and on. But um, that Mulan, you know, yeah. just a lot of things. But um, there, <laughs> there's like so many Disney soundtracks that I've listened to that you would be like, huh. Like, Savages Part 1 and Part 2 of Pocahontas. Solid listening choice. Don't knock it till you try. Okay, okay. I've got to give this a while now. This is interesting. I'm going to, like, just be sending PBs all over the place. It's like, Mulan, motherfuckers. It was Mulan the whole time. It was Mulan. It was Mulan. (laughs) Um, You know, of course, the Make a Man Out of You is, like, a popular one. Um, But from the live action one, which live action movie sucked. I will die on that hill. I was I was that person that spent thirty dollars, thirty dollars to watch that movie. (sighs) And being the Disney person that I am, wait till December fourth when it's free. (laughs) Because you know I was inspired by Mulan as a like a little girl. Like yeah, this girl's being badass. She can hang with the boys. That's how I was all in Parliament. I'm hanging with the boys. Yeah. This bitch in this movie then went, like, took off her armor and just went straight up in battle. I'm like, oh, well, I mean, she wants to be bad, cool, but she can be <laughs> smart, too. And, like, why would you go into battle with, like, literally just your hair down? Crazy. Couldn't be me. But um, the movie was just real weird. I it's like they stretched and then stretched too far and it just kind of like tumbled down after that. But yeah. Uh, loyal brave and true from that soundtrack is like super awesome. So I will give that some credit. Yeah. Movie trash. (laughs) Just, just wait till December guys. Wait till December. December 4th. Watch it for free. You can hold out until then. Just play the animated classic over and over again. Just, just suck it up. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I really like ask like the South Carolina directors of this meet this weekend. Like, hey guys, can you play this song from Mulan for my third attempt? <laughs> that would be I so. I kind of feel like they would, but at the same time, I don't want to seem needy or. <laughs> <like, laughs> 
you've reached a whole new level of diva status where you're like, so these are the three songs I want for each attempt. Uh, if you can make sure you play it one minute 12, if you start it from there, that's where I really need need it. <laughs> you know, USA Powerlifting tried that in 2000. Really? Nationals. First time primetime was ever a thing. They're like, okay, pick the songs you want to lift to you. So everybody's like, hell yeah, you know, just like, you know, it didn't work. I was coming out, somebody else came out to my song and I was like, I really hate this day. <laughs> Someone <laughs> else is trying to lift to Mulan like, what? I want to like smash in for pumpkins or Slipknot or something. Oh my God, Pumpkins is my favorite band, but this one was like in particular, like it was Ramstein. I was like... Oh yeah, okay. Came out to what I was supposed to do, like, <laughs> and then I'm listening to some trash song, like, "New <gasps> Killer." Vibe That's check, just... so funny. <laughs> that, but that must fuck with your head as well. Like co coming out to that, and you've been like, "Oh, okay." Like I know that I've got to wait for this. I can anticipate that. I'll feed off of that, and then you come out, and it's like German hardcore metal, and you're like. <laughs> Wait, right, okay, yeah, bench, just just bench. That's what we're here to do, get under that bar. <laughs> the good news is I typically just black out when I walk out on the platform. So oh. I think if, it's, if I'm not paying too much attention and I yeah. can hear the music, I'm like, hey, this is not the song I wanted. But the second I step on the platform, like everything just goes black. And I'm like, let me just do this lift real quick. <laughs> is there a case of like... Because I, I, I actually wrote an Instagram post about this. I'm, I feel the exact same. Like, the whistle will go for the event. If it's, like, a 60-second max rep or whatever, it's literally, like, I zone out. Everything goes silent. Like, I can't hear anyone. I can't really see anything. And then, like, the whistle ends, and I, like, I come to, and I'm like, hey, what what happened there? What's, what's going on? It's like, yeah, you got, you, you got the left. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, literally, I get that same feeling when I walk into Target or like Bath and Body Works. And I, like, as soon as I see the sunlight from the doors, I'm like, wow, I was there. That's crazy. Same thing with competing. Walk on the platform, blacked out. Then the lift is good. I'm like, cool, we did that. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I love that. It's it's uh I want I want to bring it back because I'm interested to find out how you have worked in terms of in terms of your balance. Like obviously you've spoken about the fact that you teach and you've been teaching for a little while now, and the balance between that work schedule, balancing work and stress levels, I think is always really really interesting with athletes because I think if anyone has ever tried to attempt this or ever been to like a semi pro status or a pro status you will know about the time constraints that working on a strength sport specifically has yeah. for you. It is very, very time consuming. It's very taxing for your body and for your mind. How have you found that balance? Because it's a treacherous road. Um, that is like, if there was like a section in my Instagram for frequently asked questions, that is one of them. Yeah. How yeah. do you work this you know, Monday through Friday job and still find time. And it's a lot of it is from educators. How do you still find time to train? And the answer, like if I just want to cut it short and make it simple, if I want it bad enough, I'm going to find the time. Fuck yeah. Period. Like if, I mean, I, it's no secret. I go to bed super early. I love going to bed early. I love getting up early. 
I'm up by 4.30 every day. But I am also, like, in my bed on a good day by, like, 8 o'clock. So if I have to push it a little bit, I will. Because I know my end game, and that's to stay at the top. And, yes, yeah, some days are a little bit harder. And if they are, I just take that day off. Because the last thing I need is a stressful work day to go into a stressful training day. Because that will fuck my mentality up so bad. And I'm like, everything's trash. I should quit. Like, But no, like sometimes you just got to be like, okay, this day was kind of bad. Just re-get that focus. If that means talking to some super cool people before I go to the gym. Because, I mean, everybody has those people in their corner. My cat is, like, trying to join us. <laughs> <laughs> we love guests. It's um, fine. We're an animal-friendly show. <laughs> so I uh, I have people in my corner that if I call them, they're like, no, nah, girl, you got this. Like, they are like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know what? I do. Like, they will remind me of, you know, yeah, you had a hard day, but are you going to sit there and cry about it? Yeah, probably. I, I probably will. Just a little like, after, bit. Just a little cry. After the gym, I'm going to cry about it and just get that out. But at the same time, my kids, where I work, they know what I do. And they even inspire me. They're like, all right, Miss C, what you going to do today? You going to go win? Like, I would tell them before I go to competitions, like, hey, you guys, y'all, like, y'all think I got this? And they're like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go win just because y'all said oh, that. Oh, damn. And then I'll come back and show them the medals. And they, they fully believe that I won because they told me to. <laughs> you know, they, and that makes them feel so good. And a part of me has just like implemented that into the children to where they get just as hype as I do about things. And I know like, man, I got all these little, littler people than me <laughs> thinking I can do something great. Let me do this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. And I, I also think <laughs> I also think to an extent, like that's kind of like a bigging like a bigger motivating factor and driving factor than like sitting in front of all those judges, like all the Instagram posts that are gonna be to follow the YouTube videos, the breakdowns. It's like, oh nah, I've got to get this because I got like a group of 30 kids now back home that are expecting me to bring back some fucking gold medals, you Nationals, know what I'm saying? Nationals 2019. I was about to do an interview with SBD. Yeah. And we were just like chit-chatting before the interview. And, you know, I was missing a school day. And it was picture day of all days. (gasps) Yes. And, like, I remember Pete was like, well, what's on your mind? I said, man, I'm not even there to tell these kids how fly they look today. Like, I know they need me to tell them how good they look. Because, you know, they'll walk in the class. I'm like, oh, shoot. (laughs) <laughs> and they just they thrive on it they're like yeah. man i do look good don't i'm like yeah and i miss it so i had to make sure that when i got back i was like mm, let me see these pictures y'all you know i gotta see these pictures oh, <laughs> those that. pictures weren't great but <laughs> they would have been a hell of a better if i was there <laughs> yeah, i would have made sure those kids were smiling like i like even like some parents in our google meets i'm very good with my facial expressions and had I been there for their picture day like I would have made sure they would have been given their best smile like I don't care how goofy I look like 
this, you know, make your parents proud. Get a big smile. Don't be looking all crazy. And... <laughs> They're probably all not looking happy because Missy wasn't there. I, I mean, I get it. That's, that's what it was. It's obviously that. <laughs> mate. Just have a little live stream of you on like ESPN Live, just in the corner of the the classroom. Like, oh shit, they Missy's gonna smash this deadlift. <laughs> they were able to see the live stream, and I had this one very vocal child. Of course, my third attempt deadlift um was like super controversial i was like shaking like maybe i was having a seizure who knows but so this little boy just a little seizure just a little one one. so they watch it and he was like what's happening to your body i was like i don't even know at this point like what is happening to my body and he's like that's weird (laughs) kids you know they they tell us i'm like you're right it's weird why do i (laughs) You got kids like, hey, Miss C, you didn't hit depth on that. And you're like, oh, wait, what? Well, yeah, I just failed him. <laughs> just kidding. F, yeah, that's a big F, right F. there. <laughs> like, oh, I'm getting the red ink out. Here we go. <laughs> Silent lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love that. I love that. That's amazing. It's, it, you know, it's, I think it is interesting, like all these different motivating factors and kind of what people are drawing off of and drawing from. And again, going back to the fact where you're kind of, you're in this league of your own and kind of, you know, there are, there are, you know, there are very few people that have done and are doing what you've done. I think it's interesting. So I'm, I'm right in saying it's, it's only yourself and Steffi Cohen that are over for the four time body weight now in, in the female category, isn't it? So in terms of like doing that, obviously when you're going for these big attempts and these big lifts, you're, you're, I assume connecting and reaching out with, with people that have done similar things to you. Like what, when did that kind of bond with Steffi or or whoever you're talking to begin? How did you initiate that? And how did that connection kind of help to maybe further your progression, whether that be, you know, psychologically or actually physically under the bar? Um, well, I actually reached out to Steffi a few weeks after um, I first pulled four times of body weight. And it was because um, I had got like a lower lat injury. This was at the Arnold's, right? Yeah. And her being who she is, like she's so well educated in what she does. Like she should be super proud. Um, I was like, all right, who can I reach out to? Yeah. Not only is this girl super strong and does the same thing I do, she's also a freaking doctor. So let me just go ahead and like seek some professional advice real quick. Yeah. So um, that got us in conversation. I was like, hey, I'm feeling this. And of course, I did my own research. I'm like, could it be a lower lat strain? She was like, oh, definitely. Um, it, you know, there is some factors that separate me and Steffi, um, which we don't have to go into. But, you know, it, it breaks down to the point where, you know, where we kind of meet in the middle is having that mindset to keep pushing that limit. And she's actually the one that made me realize that once you reach a certain point, those PRs are going to come far and few. So you better take what you can get and continue to train until you're starting to brick by brick is starting to fall. And I've noticed that during quarantine, like being able to focus more on myself and my lifts, like my, my numbers start shooting up a little bit. I'm like, Oh yeah, I get it now. 
but um, she's so informative in everything that she says. So if even even her fiance Hayden, so I'll reach out to both of them. Um, but you know, there's when it comes to that, there's not too many people I can reach out to. So it's like okay, sometimes I just gotta sit back and just be my own motivator. Figure out yourself kind of thing. Yeah, because what may work for me might not work for her. Yeah, 100%. I can teach one way where a child will click with it, but it might not be the same for another child. So it's you're always having to figure out what works best for you. But I think I, that, that also that shows not only like your commitment, but it shows, I think, why you've got to the stage that you have now because you're always... You're always trying to learn. You're always trying to adapt. You're always trying to find a way of pushing your body or your mind forward to, you know, get you know the the greater total or the greater squat, bench, deadlift, whatever it might be. Right. And I had this conversation probably like two days ago in the gym. Um, I started knowing, like, showing a shift in my lifts, and I'm like, what the heck is happening? Like everything just felt a little bit off. But it was because I started critiquing myself and basing myself off of what other people are doing like uh, huh okay well this person does this maybe I should try implementing that but then I told myself like you've never done anything by the book so why are you starting like everything I've done it's always been a little off where somebody's like hey your form's a little off but it's always worked for me yeah and so I got back in that mentality I had to remind myself like this is what you're used to. Like, it may not be perfect. It may not be what everybody else is doing, but it's what works for you. And I think a lot of like newer lifters, they see all these videos and they're like, okay, let me do it exactly like this because exactly like this is going to yeah. get me exactly where they're at. And then they wonder where they're still in the same position. Yeah. And you're like, because your biomechanics are not the fucking right. same. Like, your lever arms are nowhere near the same size as this person. Right. So why are you trying to be like them? You're focused on being Stephanie Cohen. You're not focused on being Heather Connor. Yeah. Start focusing on what works for you, and that's what's going to help you progress. And once I realized that, like, all of a sudden, you, st you see me start posting all these squat videos again. And I did, like, 132 and a half the other day, 292, flew up, like, real quick. I was like, dang, look at me. All I had to do was, you know, go back to what I've been doing. And I don't know when I changed it, but it, it just like it happened. And then I had to bring myself back and say, no, we're doing this again. Yeah. Like but... lifts, lifts don't just change like that. Like your strength don't just all of a sudden go away. Yeah. Like you are doing something wrong, especially if you're not injured. And I knew I wasn't injured. I was just, I guess, trying to imitate what somebody else was doing. And it didn't work. So, um, especially for newer lifters that they're listening to this, do what works for you. <laughs> so, Preach. Just, just don't, just don't worry about what so-and-so is doing because you're never going to be that person. I love getting tagged in posts when they're like, is this going to be the next Heather Connor? I'm like, no, I hope they're the better version of me. Be better than me. Like be you don't be another me. Yes. I'm annoying as hell. <laughs> you know I don't what? know if the world can handle two other corners. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but you know, don't don't be, don't strive to be as strong as me. Strong, be strive to be better than what you are. Yeah. A stronger 
of yourself. Yeah, just be the best version of you. I think that's a hundred percent. That's the biggest take home, uh, and I think it's 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 so 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 true, and it's really interesting because I love especially on the show to to talk to to talk to athletes, uh, especially about like the aspects of social media how that comes into play and i think this is a huge 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 topic that i think you you can bring some fantastic insight to because we're now at a stage where it's like we're connected 365 days we can't get away from it we're seeing people breaking fucking world records it's like another world record at this body weight another world record at this body weight oh okay they just broken this world record it's like it's non-stop and I think it's really, really difficult, especially like new lifters and stuff coming into it. They're constantly looking up the ladder and it's like, when you've got like Larry Wills just pulling ridiculous fucking numbers like on a 24-7 basis and you're like, if that's the value that you're basing yourself on, like you're always going to be fucked. You, mm-hmm. you so desperately have to try to learn to pull yourself out of that place to actually allow yourself the room to grow. What do you think about this sort of stuff? Uh, social media is like a cancer, you know, and I think we're all guilty of it. I think we're all guilty of scrolling and wondering, why am I not like this? Why is my body not like this? Why am I not as strong as this person? And I mean, it can just consume you. And I like, I think the best thing that Apple ever did was show you how long you've been on your phone. Like, oh my gosh, like, let me, let me back off a little bit. And I think I've had to like mute accounts and stuff like that, that just push off this like information that is damaging. And I know that's kind of mean, like I know they're trying to be insightful. How so? Like, oh, if you do this, you'll look exactly like Oh yeah, no, that, that shit triggers the fuck out of me. Yes. And you know, so a supplement company, I'm not going to name you. A supplement. Yeah, I'll just send it to you because um, I sent it to my little group chats that I have, and I express how much I hated. I hated that the supplement company did this. I like the supplement company, just not what they were pushing forward. Yeah. So they took this person's pictures, like their before pictures, and then posted their now picture, kind of like a transformation thing. Yeah. Listen. This person was not taking your supplements in. And during their journey to get where they are, they also weren't taking your supplements in. What you're trying to show people is that they take your supplements, they can be exactly like this. And that is not true. That is not true. And that people will do this just to get that money. Like, I get it. You got a business. Like, yeah. you're going to, like, do what sales. But at the same time, be honest. Yeah. Be honest. And there are some pages with like girls that will post a picture and they just, their body looks beautiful. And then they'll do a side by side where they're just like not flexing and they have the cellulite. I'm like, yes, girl, that's what we want to see. The real side, yeah. Instagram versus reality. Um, and I mean, the same thing comes with like personalities, Instagram personalities. Oh my goodness. Um, one of my favorite questions, oh, how is so-and-so like in real life? I'm like, God, I hate them. Yeah. Ever. Like the worst thing is meeting like a social media personality that's like, oh, fun. They're so great. They're so nice. And then in person, they're like a devil. Yeah. (laughs) Like, wow, I actually hate being around you. And I think for myself, because I can only speak for myself, the same person I show on social media is the same person you won't get 
in real life. And while some people might really, really like it, some people are like, oh, too much, you know, but I'm not, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Sometimes I'm whiskey in a teacup and then you can only take in little sips, you know, you know, we just, I wish social media could be a little bit more honest and what they're pursuing or what they're pushing out because, Um, especially during this time, you see a lot more people being open about their mental health. And I think when they see things where people are doing maybe a little bit better than they are, oh my gosh, it's more damaging. Like, oh, great. My depression was like super high. And now I'll see this person doing great. Now it's a little bit higher. Like, how do we remove them from that? Yeah. And, you know, you should be a good person online and offline to ensure that if anybody's gone through that, they can reach out to you and be like, hey, I mean, people DM me all the time. And I'll be like, blah, 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 blah. wow, you responded. I'm like, of course I responded. Who's a jerk not responding to you? Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> but there's a fucking lot of people, though. There's a lot of people with a lot less followers than you have that aren't doing those things because they don't think it's part of the package. They they want all of the fame, they want all the attention, they want all the eyes, but they don't want to have to connect in the way that you're doing because that in and of itself is like, it's another uh, like emotional funnel for you to channel your energy into. And those people that actually don't give a fuck aren't doing that. But that's how we know, you know, like you said about the people that you meet in real life and you're like, oh, wow, you are that nice. And then there's the people where you're like, who the fuck are you again? Wait, well, what? what? Now- I was that person, like, give me 2017 Heather Connor. Like, I probably was that person. Somebody said, um, I did a Q&A, and somebody said, um, are you always, like, so, like, to the point in person and kind of standoffish? I was like, I privately messaged them. I was like, when did we meet? When when did this happen? He was like, I think it was, like, 2017, like, maybe at a competition. I was like, no, 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 no. Meet me again. Meet me again. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, meet me again. Right now, where are you? Where Stay are you? there. I'm coming to I you. Like, <laughs> now, if it was at a competition, I was probably busy. However, that doesn't give me a right to come off as rude. I was like, the person I was in 2017, I am not the same person in 2020. Like, I kind of, I'm not going to say I hated the person I was, but there was a lot that needed to be changed there was a lot that needed to mature and grow because Heather first started out in powerlifting and getting big, so did my head. And then I'm kind of like, ooh, I don't like that person. Like, that person needs to chill out. So 2018, 2019, 2020, here I am maturing and growing and trying to be that person for most people. I'm not going to be that person for everybody, and I get it, and I think that's, that's cool. Like whatever. But I told that guy, like, cause he's in my area. Like, let's talk, let's meet up. Let's have a better experience because I don't want that to be your impression of me. Cause that's not who I am anymore. And he's like, Oh, you're going to forget about it. I'm like, no, I'm not message me. <laughs> like I, love like, that. I tell people all the time. If you want to ask me, just DM me. Now, if you, you know, DM me some crazy stuff, I'm probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Blah. I do not yeah. want to open up whatever the fuck that picture is. Swipe, delete, block, mute. <laughs> like my favorites when like random pages like push like like gloves or something, and I'll like accept and it says "Dear Sir or Madam." I'm like, oh no, and delete. <laughs> the 
that's so funny. So I, I think it's interesting, you know, you said that you've gone like the the person you were back then isn't the person you are now. And I think again, like this is testament to to how you've grown as an athlete. And I think this is really important for for any not not even necessarily athlete, anyone who grows in social media presence, the the way you have to adapt and evolve as a human being, I think is really important. And I think this is, this is a, a point where a lot of people fall short. And this is really the kind of making or breaking of a lot of people. And you see it, especially like celebrities that are constantly in the headline and whatever it's as human beings, you know, guys, we have to understand that we realistically should only be in like small little tribes and communities of like 150 people. That's what our brain can handle. So when, we get this motherfucker and you're someone like you who has thousands and thousands and thousands of eyes on you on a daily basis. We as humans aren't built for this shit. Like we aren't accustomed to this. This has happened way faster than this is able to develop. So I think it's really interesting that you kind of said, you know, you were different back then, but now you've had to adapt and evolve. And do you think that it sounds cliche as fuck, but like you as a person has also grown with your presence, like, Oh, yeah. social media oh yeah like in the past like if somebody commented something negative um towards me like in my videos or like somewhere else like i would just it would consume me like who is this internet stranger saying these mean things like let me say something really really mean back and i would just go back and forth and then somebody said to me hey do you know this person i'm like no no <laughs> okay, do they know you? Like, do they really know you? I'm like, no. And they're like, so why does it bother you so much? I'm like, because. Like, I didn't have an answer. Like, I didn't have an answer for them. And when I don't have an answer, that's how you know it's silly. So now, when I see negativity, like, I don't like the negative stuff on my social media. And the second I see it, if it even like reeks, like, oh, I smell something real negative coming from this, I'll just delete it. I won't read it because I feel like me being the person I am, I love communicating with people. If you can't communicate with me in a mature way, I'm not saying that we have to share opinions. Like you can have a totally different opinion than me, but you don't have to be ugly in the process of addressing it. Like I will have a whole conversation with you, agree to disagree. You're entitled, I'm entitled. I'm not going to say you're wrong, but if you sit here and you're just ugly about it, like I'm, I'm not going to have that conversation. I'm just going to delete it. Yeah. And I, I also think it's, it's, this is, this is a very interesting question because I am 99.9% sure. I already know what the fucking answer is going to be with these people that you have received negative comments from or have chatted shit about you or bring in negativity into your social media. How many of those people, A, are a professional lifter themselves in their own capacity, uh, B, have a singular world record in any three of the lifts, or C, have a world record divine total? I'm pretty sure, yeah, I nailed it! I nailed it! (laughs) Because it's true, and it's like... Why why are we letting these people that will never experience what you have done get into our heads? It's so interesting though because like even someone like you this happens to it we're all human, do you know what I mean? 
I mean, the thing is, like, I have grown, but I always try to remind people, figuratively, not physically, when I say grown. I'm going to draw that line. <laughs> <laughs> up to a point. You grew up to a point. <laughs> it's always like when, you know, I feel like if somebody's trying to test me, they are trying to disrespect me. Yeah. And I that's where I draw that line. If you are going to the means where you're starting to get really disrespectful, then I will flip that switch and I'll let you know real quick. Don't, don't do it. Try me. Don't, don't try me. Don't test me. Like, don't do it because I'm a, I'm a sweetheart. However, 2017 Heather's cousin is still, still <laughs> she's in that. She's in that. <laughs> and you know, I've had some people say some of the meanest things to me online. The meanest, like, oh my gosh, they didn't agree with what I said. And like, you should go kill yourself. I'm like, okay. Like, that's how dramatic things get. However, you know, if people talk bad on me or about me or behind my back, I know about it. I just choose not to address it because I'm not going to allow it to consume my energy because these same people have seen me face to face and... Oh, like what are you what? saying? What are you saying? What are you saying? What was that? None. But you know, because if I know that you have disrespected me and you try to come up, oh hey, no, stop. Mm -mm. No, and Here's because the line. I choose right, <laughs> I draw that line because I choose not to associate with people that are like that. Um, you got to. You can't let any like that negative energy. Oh, it's not for me. It's not for me. And there was a guy, um, he was in my DM. Well, he actually commented on, and he was like one of those guys that was like super mean to me in the past. He comments on something and I messaged him. I was like, what's up guy? Like, are you coming to my page to try to start something with me? And he was like, no, no, I, I didn't mean any harm. I was like, okay, that's crazy because our last encounter wasn't so, wasn't so great. So either, you're, you just changed your whole mind about me or what? And he just flouts that. He's like, you know what, Heather, I'm sorry for how I acted towards you. He's like, I, it was very immature. Um, I was kind of like following along the crowd and I want to sincerely apologize for my actions. And I was like, okay, cool. We're good. <laughs> like, if you give me a sincere apology, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, no ill will. But you know, I can't allow people to disrespect me. I got, I mean, I got to have some respect for myself in that aspect. So if I see it on my page, whether it's towards me or going towards somebody that supports me, you're getting deleted. Like yeah. I'm not going to go and block you unless it gets like obsessive, but I will make sure that what I can control is what's on my page. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that. And I think it's like, I think social media, like, like to an analogy it's, it's it's almost like a garden do you know what i mean mm -hmm. like and you do have to you have to get in amongst it and you have to water your plants and you have to make sure that those pests aren't getting in because you want to make right. sure that you develop That's and grow the best crop that you can and that you want to reflect upon your hard work and i think it's it's really commendable what you're talking about doing that because i think again there are a lot of people that won't necessarily go to that extent you know they they won't necessarily read the comments but then on this the same hand they're not in the trenches 
fighting the wars with those people that are chatting shit about you and it's then becoming a case of these people that are coming in and spreading negativity and then all of your hype people being like oh no you can't chat shit about heather she'll fuck you up she's got crazy deadlift whatever what, what, what. you're oh, like yeah, it's nice. that, yeah like it's it, it's a case of i think it's really interesting that you're helming it you're not letting these things happen by chance you're saying you're like this is what i want to happen and like right. you've done your whole life like i'm in control of this i can choose the outcome and i choose to go down this path i think that's right. really commendable i mean it's all about again like just growing into the person you want to be yeah. and i think that's something i work on like every single day who do i want to be in the long run like, I'm not going to be somebody that goes on to other people's social media sites and social bullies. I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to cyber bully anybody. Um, I'm going to choose not, I mean, I, I've had 14 year olds come at like 14 year old boys. I'm like, whoo, definitely not doing this because I teach people your age and we're not, we're not doing this. Uh, <laughs> you're like, how did you even get here? <laughs> Why do you have a phone? <laughs> Go out and play. <laughs> Fuck. Yes, go outside. But, you know, I am always in control of what I choose. I'm not in control of anybody else, but I am in control of what I can do. And if that's a simple deleting of a comment, I'm going to do it. Because I don't know where anybody else's headspace is. I know where mine is. But if one of my supporters are, you know, hyping me up on social media, but, like, for themselves, they might be having, like, a really hard week. I don't need somebody coming at them like that. So I'm just, yeah. nope, nope. Because the last that. thing we need is to hear on social media about somebody else taking their life because of dumb shit like cyberbullying. Like, yeah. I mean, I know people have been going off about like mental health and you have a lot of mental health advocates out there, which is cool, great. But my biggest thing is don't claim to be a mental health advocate if you're not someone that somebody can come to you with their advice. Yeah. Don't be the person that if somebody reaches out and says, hey, this is what's going on, and then you go tell their business. Don't do that. This person like, is trusting you to, yeah. you know, because you presented yourself this way. Yeah. Don't go tell their business. And I feel like there's a lot of those people out there. Um, so like, if you want to be that, just make sure you're being the purest and truest person for mental health because it's really freaking important <laughs> it is. i've known that for like years years but that was like for me like i trapped myself myself no, nobody else trapped me i trapped myself around like seven years just consumed because i refused to talk i refused to do this and then one day i'm like this shit sucks like what the fuck am i doing <laughs> how, but it's like that it's that moment of like how did i get here like that realization like you you look around and you have that epiphany moment and you're like fuck i yeah. never thought i would be in this situation where i'm sat in this well and i'm looking up at, at that lot like glimpse of light that just seems so far away when the whole time i thought i was on top of the world you're like it's like someone just pulls that rug from underneath you and you're like, oh, shit, like, okay, something needs to happen here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that, again, like, that was something I had to pull myself out of because I was very reserved and I didn't really speak out to people. But it was just one day, like, I woke up, like, 
I'm tired of canceling plans and not doing this and not doing that because I'm allowing depression to overcome who I am. And, you know, yeah, I still have my moments. I tell people all the time, controlled, not cured. That shit don't go away. No matter how many times or how many medications you take or, you know, you doing a yoga retreat, you're still going to have your days. And that is super okay. It's okay to have those days, but it's also okay to remind yourself like, all right, we did this. Let's, let's get back to business. (laughs) We had this crying moment. Now let's get back to being a bad bitch. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's, 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 it's all about getting up on that horse again, isn't it? And it's like, I I had a Facebook live with my, with my mentoring group the other night and we were talking about that. And it's the whole case of like, you don't, you don't ever, you only ever lose when you give up. Like that whole analogy of like when you're a child and you're crawling around on all fours and you try and get up and you wobble for a bit and then you fall back down. As a child, you don't go, oh, fuck this walking thing. This ain't for me. I'm just going to crawl around. You got like 40-year-old guys in suits and three-piece like suits like crawling around all fours. It's like, no, we just kept on doing it until we figured out how to do it. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that image in and of itself is a little bit strange. <laughs> but, but it's that, it's that whole concept of like, yeah, you only ever lose when you give up. So, yeah, you have a shit day. Yeah, you have a shit week. Yeah, you have a shit month. Okay, and what? Like, push it aside. Get back up on that saddle. See how it feels from up there. Take the breath in. And yep. then just take one step at a time. Do you know what I mean? I started doing that, like, last week. I started seeing positives in everything that I was doing. So, last week, oh, my gosh, school year's crazy. The school year is just, oh my gosh. Well, now it is. Like chaos. Yeah. Um, Uncertainty of everything. Everything's constantly changing. Like we finally, Monday, we will have a final roster. Okay. Like I went from 16 kids to, okay, we're taking two, we're adding six. Okay, but wait a minute, never mind. We're going to change this. Like it was just constant, like back and forth, face-to-face, remote. Like Uh... I just wanted to rip my hair out and I was like wow I am just getting really hard on myself and my weight dropped to 44.9 kilos and I was like no 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 we're not getting below this we're not getting below this 45 kilo we're not doing it um but that's how stress like overcomes me like I eat but my adrenaline is so high it's constantly like burning and so I had to tell myself like all right we're gonna sit down this week is trash, but let's think about the positives. Like, God, man, work sucks. Hey, I have a job. I'm I'm working. I am able to afford the things that I need. Training's going good. And that is things that I think people get so consumed in how terrible that moment is that they forget about the good that's also happening. Like, dang, I'm still here. I woke up. I'm alive. I have food in my fridge. I'm about to go make breakfast. Like, how can you wake up and be like, great, I hate this day? Like, it hasn't even started, you know? Like, do something that starts it off on the right foot. And that's what I've been trying to implement, like, every single day. Like, for me, I have to make my bed. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to be tidy. We're going to make this bed first thing in the morning. Like, okay, cool, I'm already being proactive. And then it just, like, Spirals from there. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's... I, I think it's a lot of it is it's about setting the tone for the day, isn't it? 
And it's like, okay, if I can wake up and I can tick off these micro goals on my list, then I'm like, oh, fuck, that felt pretty good. Maybe yeah. I'm going to do some more of that today. And all of a sudden, before you even realize that your subconscious is already thinking about, like, the next thing to do, the next thing to do. And, like, people don't realize, like, just start off with just the tiniest, most minuscule thing. Like you said, just make your bed. You get out of it, you roll out, you just... Okay, fantastic. I've got a tidy living space. Now my subconscious isn't taking in all these fucking crazy stimuli everywhere because there's trash and rubbish and folded sheets and whatever. Okay, I'm already in a better position than I was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And then every day you just try and move a little bit forward from that. Yeah. And that's when I'd say like having the right people in your corner. Like if you have somebody that's constantly like just full of drama or they always have something negative going on, just like now we got we got to separate a little bit. Yeah. We got to separate because it's going to consume you. Yeah. And while it might hurt to lose like one of those friends, like you don't want to lose friends, but you also need to reserve your energy. And you need to make sure that whoever is in your corner is there pushing off those right vibes. And right, I got a pretty solid corner right now. <laughs> I don't want to brag, but they're pretty great. Well, I think it's also, it's, it's, it's reflected in your performances as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's taken this time for you to get that corner. It's taken this time for you to get the experience, to get the trial and error, to get the trauma, to get the growth, to get the adversity. And now, now we're at a point where we're literally seeing the best version of you which for me is like fucking exciting as hell and i think that's what's about to happen um this weekend like i say think and i can just hear that person in my ear right now be like nah girl it's gonna happen (laughs) what is this thing that you're saying when it does happen like that's how they are (laughs) like like it's almost like crazy. Like, wow, these people are so positive, like every single day. Like, how do you do it? But I'm starting to learn from them. Like they're doing it right. Like they're just so happy. Like, yeah, they have their moments, but again, they talk themselves through it and they're like, you know what? I might be having a bad day, but let me not push it off on this person, you know? And I'm so thankful for them. And I kind of see like people from their corner starting to like slowly come. Yeah. Like, wow, this is getting pretty good. It's infectious, though. It's infectious. Like, And I think, especially, again, in like those sort of sports where there are those kind of, like, those corners of those people where there is, like, a lot of negativity and they don't have that same mentality and it is, like, it's very beating on your soul. And I think then when people, like, they come into that environment and it's like that damn that smells fucking good what is that and you're like oh okay i'm just gonna have a look okay this is way better than what i'm usually eating like i want to be a part of this and i think i think that's what's happening and again it's it's the whole thing it just keeps on coming back around with fruition it's like when you are real when you are true and you're putting out all of this good stuff then all this good stuff will happen and it will come to you because that's just nature you know we're all gravitated towards people like that because we want to feel like that we want to be accepted like that. We all want to enjoy those feelings. So as much as there are those kind of like sub pockets of all the, the negativity, we know in our own minds that that shit is only on a very limited time frame. Right. Five years, 10 years, whatever. But it's not longevity. Mm-hmm. And someone like yourself who is about longevity and already has, you know, a 
a very good track record in their career that wants to keep on going and taking this up a notch. You understand that you have to be around that. Right. And that's like a big thing. And like when newer lifters, they say, oh, well, these are like people in my DMs like, oh, I have a competition. Like, girl, let me know how you do. Like, and I'm genuine about that. Like, let me know so I can hype you up. Like, you're going to be great. And they're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. But they go in feeling good about themselves. And that's what I want. Like, people are like, do you ever get nervous? Hell yeah, I get nervous. Like, why not? Like, you're human. <laughs> doesn't matter what level. Like, I, I still get nervous. I'm, I'm, again, I'm human. And, you know, I might have my dad or my grandma or somebody there watching me like us. You know, that means a lot to me. Yeah. They don't get to a lot of these competitions, but they will be at this one because it's local. Um, so, you know, just being able to uh, manifest this energy and push it off on other people, like, it's so important. That's Hell why yeah. I told them, like, meet me again or beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I like to wrap up the podcast with the same way with everyone. I like to ask the same question to wrap up because I think it's very interesting. And everyone comes at it at a slightly different angle. And I'm very, very interested to see what you're going to say. So I want you for a second to imagine that you are stepping into a time machine. And this time machine is going to take you back in time to, to be presented with your younger self, 10, 11, 12 years of age. You know, you have your whole life ahead of you. You've got all of these aspirations, these ideas, these influential people in your life. And you get to spend a few minutes with your younger self and chat and discuss things. And you get to impart a bit of wisdom, knowledge, a mantra to live by, something for your younger self to help her navigate her way through all of the different things that life is going to throw her along the way that you have experienced in yourself. And you stand here now as a proud, successful very, very highly accomplished woman. What do you give to yourself? What do you tell your younger self? What What do you impart with them? Your parents are always right. Always. Whatever your mama and whatever your daddy's trying, they're right. And you need to listen to them. I say this because my daddy told me very young. Whatever you want to be when you grow up, I told him, I want to travel the world. Luckily for me, I have, you know, I've tried, the sport has taken me a lot of places. He said, whatever you want to be, you're going to be the greatest at it. And he said it at a time where I believed every single thing he said, just like, oh, Santa Claus is real. Hell yeah, I can be the best in the world. Why would I not? You know, and for me, my parents always, you don't need to be friends with this person. You probably shouldn't do this. And you get to that age where you are always right. Your parents are wrong. You're stubborn. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm 18 years old. I'm moving to California. I don't care what you say. Here I am back in North Carolina. You know why? <laughs> if, you know, don't worry about what them boys are saying outside. You want to go play? Go play. And beat them. And here I am. I always, and I always look back. And I say to myself, you should have listened to them a whole lot more. Because who knows where I'd be now? <laughs> I'm still stubborn. But had I been a little bit less stubborn, or like that one <laughs> that one woman, Jennifer Thompson, <laughs> <laughs> told me, you know, you shut your mouth, you'd be real good. 
<laughs> I will never forget that story for as long as I live. That is, a, is an amazing story. Who is that? I was up on social media after that. I was like, wow, embarrassing. <laughs> but, you know, listen to the advice of the people that are really trying to help you, that want you to be good. Again, like, I know everybody doesn't have the best parents in the world, but mine were, are great. They're always going to be great. Yeah. And if you have parents like that, just listen to them. Now, if they're telling you to smoke crack, probably don't. You know? <laughs> but There is a line. There's a line. But we know that line, I hope. Yeah. yeah. But if you have supportive parents, make sure you are listening to them. And listen to the people that want you to be successful. And whatever it is you're doing. And you know what? I am the best in the world. I am. And I can say that with confidence and I plan on staying that because I like being on top. Yeah. I'm kind of tall when I'm at the top, you know? <laughs> Standing on can... that platform. <laughs> but, um, you know, a lot of what I do, I always involve my family. Always. Um, and I've spoken with SBD, King of the List, everybody about it. You'll never not hear me bring up my parents. Because they deserve more recognition than I do give them. You can't tell my daddy shit. He'll tell you, nah, she, she's the best. She's the best in the whole wide world. She is the greatest thing since sliced bread. You can't tell me no different. <laughs> I wonder where you got it from. And my mama, Lord knows you say something about me, she'll try to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's don't do it. Uh, like, I know you're all talking about my baby. But, you know, I grew up in a very small southern town where i just we tailored around our family family is everything and it just it shows in literally everything i do competitions my mom is the last person i speak to before i start warming up and the first person i call after my final deadlift sweden 2019 it don't matter where i'm at in the world they're watching I called her and she was just screaming. She was crying. I could hear my daddy in the background. Like, again, I do not recognize them as much as I probably should, but there's never not going to be a moment I don't recognize them. I so. love that. What a beautiful way to end the podcast, Heather. It has been an absolute fucking pleasure having you on. I could literally sit here and listen to you chat all day. It is amazing you've got so much experience behind you so so much knowledge so much passion and passion for people as well and i really really appreciate that i think it comes across in everything that you do and i honestly wish you all of the luck and moving forward you don't even need luck fuck luck you don't need luck you've got this what you're doing is incredible you're breaking boundaries you're going out there you're smashing and you're inspiring literally thousands and thousands of incredible tiny little human beings to go out there and be the best versions of themselves and i fucking love that that is amazing so thank you and i appreciate appreciate you being on board yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for coming aboard and i really hope we get to do this again sometime of course